0: Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. This is Adventures into Reality with your one and only Andrew Bartzis and I'm joined by my international intrepid co-host Kathy Ma. Welcome to the show
1: Kathy. Thank you, thank you. It's great to be here. It's just, wow, you know, America right now is such a beautiful place. Except
0: for Absolutely the spiders. Absolutely great.
1: To, well, yes, except for the <laughs> spiders, those pesky little things. But, uh, you know, it's blooming. Flowers are blooming. Trees are blooming. The air is crisp. I love it.
0: Oh, me too. You know, Kathy, we were just uh, off air before talking about how, how muddy it's been in the reality lately of all the little things that spring's beginning to reveal from the winter depressions.
1: Mm, i know it's just been absolutely chaotic in so many little ways all the unexpected is happening i mean things you couldn't even possibly guess or uh, prepare for <laughs> exactly the year of the monkey i know that monkey he's, he's trying to jump on our backs i can tell <laughs> poke 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 <laughs> exactly
0: He's just going, whoa, well, who are you going to play with, mister? Mister, It's now time to deal with something. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, yes. And I think I'll just create a little bit of chaos here, and then I'm going to distract you with this dangly little banana over here.
0: <laughs> and then I'm going to send a spider at you to bite your toe. I know. <laughs> the I am, I'm joking with Kathy. Is Kathy has had an issue with spiders since she has now moved from Australia to Hong Kong to America.
1: Yeah, I know. The
0: peskiness of the American spiders.
1: Yes, they love me. I mean, you know, I guess they're saying, welcome. (laughs) You're very tasty. But uh, certainly the spiders here are uh, just very, very pesky. Um, The amount of bites I've had is unbelievable. (laughs) And my whole life, I've never had this many bites in such a short span of time and had such reaction to them. Um, You know, the, I don't even know what the great solution is because you cannot uh, stop the outdoors coming in and you have to find a way to coexist. I just don't know what is that good balance for me and spiders right now. <laughs>
0: I, I think I'd love to make you a spider revocation. <laughs>
1: i think i need one that would be awesome (laughs) absolutely awesome i'm gonna say it every day
0: (laughs) so for anyone that's in the chat room right now if you guys want me to write a spider revocation so spiders no longer have to deal with your common reality please type something in the chat room that says yes or no and we shall see the the response of spider spider revocations (laughs)
1: let me get in the chat room now (laughs) Oh, I feel like we're going to have a great day today. I, I just know that we're going to have some very interesting calls. Yes, and in fact, we are already got our first
0: caller there. 360, your name and where you're calling from. Hi, hello there. Uh, this is Jonah calling
2: from Washington.
0: Jonah from Washington. Welcome to the show. What kind of questions do you want to ask?
2: Hey, all right. Um... I guess the biggest things for me at this point are kind of where to go in my life. I think there's some mental issues going on for me, kind of cleaning up our healing, I'll just call it, from the past. And then also where to go as far as livelihood and how to deal with um, the world, the family, and everything else at this point.
0: Okay, what year were you born?
2: Uh, 1983.
0: 1983. All right, so as I'm tuning into you, um, there's a tremendous amount of chaos around your spiritual life—a tremendous, tremendous amount of chaos. Have there been spiritual people in arguments around you, and maybe you're listening in, or is this something that's been a regular process for you, like like debates and arguments that are leading to nowhere and causing you know issues with the people that are around you?
2: You know, okay, so it's hard to tell. I, I mostly remember this lifetime, and right now. Um, a little bit, I don't know, maybe a little bit old for this, but I'm with my parents um, and living there uh, and kind of having trouble reaching them or understanding how to deal with them. It may be other things, too. I think there's been spiritual people in the past um, and I try to psychically deal with a lot of things, uh, so I think that's part of my reality, but I'm not sure that there's closure there. I keep, keep asking more questions. Maybe I can... Is, there, is there
0: drinking or drugs involved in the background that you've subtly ignored?
2: Oh, I don't do those things, but my stepfather does some amount of those things. Um,
0: so that is, that is what's causing your issues right now. It's not a signature frequency match for you anymore. And I've run into this in many people that were born in the 80s, which is massively different than the 70s. You are a a, a frequency that is raising so fast so when you are around somebody like the stepfather or other people that are pretending to be spiritual people but still using drugs and alcohol in a recreational format even though they believe it's spiritual, they run into a scenario where they bring entities with them everywhere and these entities inevitably start feeding off of you at the most subtlest of layers. And you're at a point where you're trying to claw out a bit of creation for yourself so you can begin your mystical sets of experiences, which has ultimately become a shamanic spirit journeyer. You're one of those people that's going to have a small handful of trusted people around you who perform ceremonies and rituals, so you go into an altered state. Whether it's with chemicals or not is your particular choice. And then you would go and, and find a realm in which you would discover lost soul shards for people that are asking you for healings, healing yourself, or going to research specific information that will help change this world. Wow, okay. So You have a huge journey in front of you, and the most important part of this huge journey is spiritual cleanliness, being aware of what's in your environment and understanding as a sovereign being of light. When you live in a home where, where things are going on that begin to subtly bring entities around, you have to make that personal choice to, to, to do whatever it takes to have your own home, to get a job, even if it's a temporary slave job, so you can begin to feel your awakening experience far more than what you're feeling now because I will tell you, 80% of your experience is being muted right now because of the community that's around you.
2: Okay. Um, some of the times I can't tell if I'm too sensitive. I can't tell if it's entities or not or if it's my own, I think you call it self-haunting, or I can't place yes. what's really going on. It's, you know, it's, it's, and, more,
0: and, it's, it's more external haunting for you at this moment. You do have some of your own self-haunting, but the external ghosts have essentially muted those processes because they're, they're taking much more of your active moment-to-moment time.
2: As far as where else to be, there's a significant amount of woods out there, at least. And, you know, we have some places where I can light some fires and, and, and just be on my own land and have fires. I've kind of gotten guidance that there's not other better places for me to be because I don't know where else to go to kind of hacking in the world. And I don't know if I'm doubting myself or, like, there's anger in my stomach or, or what that is healing is, or how to place all those feelings. I'm not too sure how to make the other things happen, or how to communicate to people the situations that we're in.
0: If It'll okay, you take keep process saying, process. You keep saying we. Hmm. Who's we? You may have not even how... subtly realized you never refer to yourself as I, I, I. It's always we, we, we.
2: Well, I, I uh, I'm not too sure how to communicate and then us that are aware of something. It seems like now that we are aware there's a collective responsibility, so how can I spearhead or walk in step with other people?
0: And the, the no. answer to your question is what I first said. It's to pay attention to your local environment. Your local environment is what's hindering you the most. Where you live, particularly. You're at a point of spiritual growth, where you're, you're growing into a whole new layer of responsibility. And if you want to be a part of the awakened at the early time that takes up the responsibility of sovereignty and spiritual growth, then you must move beyond having recreational spirituality people around you and begin to put a small group of companions who are dedicated to the work, who are not going to be listening to external teachers because they have enough of their own internal teachers to show them their own personal right path. And you're right on the cusp and I mean right on the cusp, I would very much encourage you between now and the 24th or 26th of March for you to do as many outdoor fire ceremonies as you can and to begin the process of telling your own story, no one else, and when you start seeing, hearing yourself say we or us, stop yourself. In the next 10 days, truly try to be disciplined in understanding what is we and us and what is me, I. The I am. This will go a long way at separating the external feeders so that you can begin to deal with the internal ghosts. The self haunting through whatever belief system you created as a young child or what was imprinted on you. So that you can go through your process of saying in discernment saying that this is right for me and this is no longer right for me. This set of beliefs or this set of systems of people the way that they felt that this was the only way while I was growing up. And now I must know that there's another way one that allows me my fullest potential of spiritual growth and still interacting with the matrix with some form of abundance coming in your life that shows you how to thrive in the system.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I want to bring Kathy in here a second to talk about some medical issues that you may not be aware of and some of the motivation stuff that's going on. And then I'll, I'll bring another layer in when she's done.
1: Great. Hi, jo- hi, Jonah. Hi, Hi. Um, so, is one of the things that you're experiencing then is the inability to focus a lot?
2: Okay. Um, I think I have a lot that is clear for me, but there's definitely uh, there's definitely some pieces that are, I don't know if you call it non-focus, but, but I'm not being able to place or fully deal with what what to do
1: with all the things that I'm experiencing or feeling. Is that fair enough? So let me, I'm not sure, let me ask you. So do you mean that when you're having trouble focusing, it's when you're trying to digest like big issues, big spiritual information, things like this? Or do you mean you're also having trouble focusing on your day-to-day, like reading a magazine or an article on the internet? Um, or both uh, maybe someone
2: on a boat
1: mm-hmm. okay alright when I look at your energy to me it, it looks like you overall seem to have a problem to focus and for me this looks like you're actually uh, it's a multifaceted um, thing that's come together so it's not just one particular thing that puts you in this position it's a lot of different things they all you know, put together, stirred up in the pot, and, and this is what's happening for you. One of the things that uh, that jumps out at me when I look at you, it's like you don't seem to have um, enough what I'll call energy or balance or vitamin E kind of balance within your body. Have you changed the way you've been eating over the last eight months? Um, I don't know how
2: significantly about that. People have noticed that over the couple of years I've lost I've always been thin, but I've lost uh, pound, you know, some weight. Apparently, um, I do pendulum with a friend, and, and it seems correct. I'm supposed to gain about 25 to 35 pounds of just um, healthy, mostly protein. I'm mm-hmm. having, you know, issues with, well, what can I put in my body? What feels right in my body, um, mm-hmm. particularly and being oversensitive in my instincts or in my stomach kind of mm-hmm. area? Mm-hmm. Um, and not too sure, because I... You know, I believe that also could be other other issues beyond just the the
1: food. Um, Okay, well, I understand what you mean. Okay, so when I look at your energy, to me it's like you've got deficiencies. So, usually that will come with a change of diet. Perhaps it's been something that's been very subliminal over time. Um, From what you say, maybe you've been homing in on, you know, certain things that you want to cut out, like... um, you know, all the stuff they put in the food here, like GMO, etc. Um, but whatever you've been doing, you're also starting to decrease on the good stuff. So, you know, you need a certain amount of vitamins in your body, you need a certain amount of roughage, you need a certain amount of, um, you know, healthy fats, etc. The list goes on. So that that is one of the things I'd like you to have a look at. And just look at your diet and think about, forget about um whether this is going to be good for me on this level that level etc just think what is a healthy diet versus unhealthy diet That's just keep it simple um and then start to look at what you're consuming um don't be fearful of consuming you know terrible things that are going to affect you for the rest of your life for the moment just focus on i need to have a balanced healthy diet whatever i'm doing right now clearly is not providing me with what i need So I either need to make some changes and add some stuff in or take supplements. If you're really unsure and and a bit fearful of just really nearly changing your diet, then go and see someone like a naturopath who can actually do tests for you, you know, with the the, um, uh, eye uh, retina check and hair analysis. And that might give you an idea. And you also might find that you have have had some food allergies that you're not aware of so your body is reacting in a way that you're misinterpreting for example a lot of people actually are allergic to tomatoes or tomatoes based products and the mm-hmm. symptoms it provides in you is not an obvious you know a vomiting reaction but it makes you lethargic you are much more prone to allergies you know etc so it could be just very basic things that you're reacting to and don't realize and by just deciding for yourself what you're going to cut out because you think it's not so great for you, um, might not be the best way to go right now. So that's one thing about the focusing, um, one part of it. Another part I see is that, you know, you, you seem to have had some type of injury up near the head, neck area before, maybe a few years ago. Um, it could have been as simple as you banged your head into a, um, you know a cabinet or you actually for some reason fell and knocked your head but whatever the reason may be to me it looks like your actual um, internal inside your head your brain etc is not quite recovered from whatever this um, head or neck trauma is so another thing you can do with that is you could seek out someone like a cranial sequel therapist and let them do a little bit of work on you even if you don't really think this is going to help I'd say to you, why don't you give it like two to three tries and the difference that you will feel in yourself after, let's say, three goes will be all the evidence you need to show you that there is some adjustment that can be done and will help you do things like focus. Um, mm-hmm. So far, am I explaining things well? Uh, no, I
2: can, I can follow all of that. Um, the... Uh, as far as, yeah, I don't know what the head or neck is. Some of the other thing that's going on is I'm really trying to do this on a tight budget as well. And I'm not always too sure if people have enough of the skill or knowledge to facilitate my journey or not, too. So there may yeah. be
0: So There's who- your biggest issue. You have been relying on people who are in lack and not dealing with abundance. Therefore, their true skills are muted as well as polluted. So I, I, I got, a, I got a, a question for you. How much do you weigh right now?
2: Um, I'm not really sure, but probably in the neighborhood of 135 pounds.
0: And how tall are you?
2: About 6'10, just shy. Or Seven, 5'10. You're 5'10. You...
0: S- five, 5'10, five,
2: okay.
0: yeah. 135 pounds. Um, I, I'm going to tell you, you have a parasite in your lower intestine. And this is a physical parasite that you, you, you got from bad water. Um, did you have like a stint in your lifetime where you drank water out of streams or anything like that?
2: We lived in Indonesia, uh, Bali, Indonesia, when I was, you know, a teenager and then visited a couple different times.
0: That um, is where you got it from then. Mm-hmm. So, when you're talking spiritual healing work, so are you having people come and do energy work on you? Are you going to specific type of thing? W- what have you done? I really think that this is going to be a really big teaching for a lot of other people that are listening in and are in the same scenario, you are trying to do it on a tight budget, trying to do the right thing, and are just unable to get over the hump because they know they're right at that verge of experiencing something great in their life. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I
2: don't know how much information to give Um, Something that I don't talk as much about because I respect their privacy, but it's been a big thing for me is I have participated in peyote ceremonies locally. That was several years back. Mostly I've done it without that medicine in particular, just use the water, fire, other things that are around me at this point. I recently went to a sauna. There's one that's weekly going on, and I'll use that in kind of a sweat lodge format where I, you know internally in my mind it's mostly emotions I don't have many words but I'm saying you know help me clear this out or get rid of all these things so that was actually last night is that like
0: a public sauna
2: it's like a public sauna if somebody somebody in the community privately does it maybe half a dozen two dozen different people uh, there, probably there, know is your,
0: there is your issue there is somebody that is using that sauna that is polluting the environment, and you're going in there in your sacred format, trying to open up, and you're absorbing their energy. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, mm-hmm. what 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 else have you have you gone to see, like an actual physical healer, like a cranial psychotherapist, or Reiki masters, quantum healing, quantum touch, light therapy, any of that? Okay, so I went
2: to some Reiki masters, Shaheela's Washington. I kind of trained with them a couple of years ago. Was kind of an initiation. Um, let's see. Recently, I've done acupuncture uh, with somebody here, and apparently that's helping a bit. But I'm trying to give her other information that maybe she can't doesn't know what to do with it, or it's kind of too much information for her. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, in my life, again, there's some people in the in the Native American church is the other thing that I think of, and kind of the issues that the natives are going through, and how to how to maybe help them or steer clear, because they can bring some pretty nasty stuff around,
0: too. Yes, um, their, own, their own ancestral scenarios, which are separate than ghosts. So what I, what I can say for you in, from what you've told us and from the, what I've read and, and what Kathy has, you're at a point where you essentially need to start separating the us and the we from the I am. That's your most important thing. That any time that you are going to do any form of healing, that you have the highest layer of discipline and understand that if you're going to heal with somebody and that they take it recreationally at any point, you must stop. If they are not at your level and not able to truly cons- understand your words, stop working with them. I
2: can't find anybody that seems to be a peer to me or that I actually have that open communication with. So it seems frequent that I have to just deal with what is around me and what can I make use of it. There you go.
0: And that is something that connects to every audience member that's out there. Okay? And this is where I want to help you specifically, because I know that it'll help many other people just from the metaphor of what we're going to do. So have you ever heard me do the repeat after me scenario? Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to scan your field, and I'm going to have you say words with your own out loud self that is going to attempt to separate you from I am, so the I am is present, and the we and the us and the zealot humanitarian that is putting you in a situation of thinking of everyone else but yourself first. Does that, that make sense to you?
2: Enough, enough. Maybe a piece, when I connect, I see people are sick because they don't have understanding, so I'm trying to give them tools.
0: I right, but you piece. can't do that yet because you're not healed enough, but you know inside okay. what you know is enough to heal others, and now you must apply it on yourself. Okay? Okay. All right, so just okay. repeat after me. I am this ever-present moment.
2: I in this ever present moment <laughs> choose
0: to choose to acknowledge my multidimensional self.
2: I choose to acknowledge my multidimensional self.
0: The unseen world which interacts with me.
2: The unseen world that interacts with me.
0: I say unto you.
2: I say unto you.
0: I enact the universal claim of tort. I
2: enact the universal claim of tort.
0: I require your authentic signature frequency of time.
2: I require your authentic signature frequency of time.
0: In which you came into existence.
2: In which you came into existence.
0: If you have no authentic frequency of time... Alright, that is our... I totally forgot about it. Just hold on a second and when we come back we will continue this. Okay. And welcome back everyone. Sorry about that. Jonah, are you there? Yes, I am. All Hi. Right, all yeah. So so I'm going to let me get back into frequency. I I literally was lost in time not paying attention. I was very focused on your energy. So sure. just repeat after me. I in the ever present moment.
2: I in the ever present moment.
0: Choose to continue the frequency. Choose to continue the frequency that was created in no time.
2: That was created in no time
0: so I may see
2: so that I may see
0: hear, feel, and understand
2: see, hear, feel, hear, uh, and understand
0: my purpose in the unseen world my purpose in the unseen world I now take this active moment I
2: now take this active moment
0: to create a separation of density
2: to create a separation of density
0: of what is my third density life and what is my fourth density life?
2: Of what is my third density life and what is my fourth density life?
0: I actively create a portal.
2: I actively create a portal
0: in my fourth density life
2: In my fourth density life
0: So I may see my fifth density self
2: that I may see my fifth density self
0: I summon my fifth density self. I summon my Fifth Density Self to be a part of this co-creation process
2: to be a part of this co-creation process
0: of separation of densities
2: of the separation of densities
0: I ask that my Fifth Density Self
2: I ask my Fifth Density Self
0: come to me in the forms of omens and synchronicities
2: come to me in the form of omens, signs, and synchronicities
0: So I may see where I need to separate my third density life from fourth density life.
2: Yes, that I may see uh, how to separate, how to clean up my third density life, separate that from my fourth density life.
0: So I can make manifest my fifth density self in the now.
2: That I can make manifest my fifth density self in the now.
0: This is my journey.
2: This is my journey
0: and no one else's.
2: And no one else's.
0: When I choose to have people in my journey,
2: when I choose to have people in my journey,
0: they are the same density and frequency as me.
2: They are the same density and they're the same frequency as me.
0: With this stated,
2: with this stated,
0: I echo this message. I echo this message to all forms of myself.
2: To all forms
0: of myself. Past, present, and future. Past, present, and future. In all timelines, dimensions, galaxies, and time streams.
2: About all timelines, dimensions, galaxies, and frequencies and uh, frequencies.
0: So I may.
2: So that I may.
0: Separate us and we. Separate us and we from the I am from the I am the I am is the me of the now the I am is the me of the now it is not the we of the future
2: it's not the we of the future
0: I manifest my fifth density self
2: I manifest my fifth density self
0: to teach me the specific lesson to teach me the specific lesson of separation of densities. Of the
2: separation of densities.
0: I call upon my highest healing guides.
2: I call call upon my highest healing guides.
0: To wipe clean the chessboard around me.
2: To wipe clean the chessboard around me.
0: So fifth density beings.
2: Fifth density beings.
0: May take up the void space.
2: And, up the void space.
0: and bring me peers and companions on my journey.
2: And bring me peers and companions on my journey.
0: So I may be my fullest self.
2: Yeah, I may be my fullest self.
0: I let go of whatever is holding me back.
2: I let go of whatever. I let go of everything that's holding me back.
0: With the love of my true heart.
2: With the love of my true heart.
0: So I may be in the now.
2: So that I may be in the now.
0: All exterior forces.
2: All exterior forces.
0: Entities, teachers.
2: Entities, teachers.
0: Or some other form of imprinting.
2: Uh, or any other form of imprinting.
0: I now reject you.
2: I now reject you. All.
0: Let me check From this. my third density and fourth density life.
2: From my third density life and from my fourth density life.
0: If they are of the true highest healing caliber.
2: If they are of the true highest healing caliber.
0: Then they may have an opportunity
2: Then they may only then uh, may they have an opportunity
0: to reintroduce themselves.
2: To reintroduce
0: themselves to my fifth density perspective. To my
2: fifth density perspective
0: I call upon my third density perspective.
2: I call upon my third density perspective.
0: That which is my physical body.
2: That which is my physical body
0: That houses all of my victories and traumas.
2: That houses all of my victories and all of my scars,
0: trauma. I now begin the process.
2: I now begin the process.
0: Of internal.
2: Of internal.
0: Separation of densities.
2: Uh, Internal separation of densities.
0: I remove all psychic traumas.
2: I remove all psychic traumas. Psychic
0: cysts. And exterior imprints of negativity.
2: I can exist in any form of exterior negative uh, energy.
0: I replace that energy.
2: I replace that energy.
0: With creation, inspiration, and dreams.
2: Yeah, I allow in creation, inspiration, and dreams.
0: So this I am. So that this I am. Can be the healed healer.
2: Can be the healed healer.
0: In the moment of now.
2: In the moment of now.
0: And in the future?
2: And in the future.
0: When I am ready to walk the path of the healer and a teacher?
2: When I'm ready to walk the path of the healer and the teacher. The I, will take,
0: I will take time aside. I will take time aside. To do this exact thing for others.
2: To do this exact thing for others.
0: So they may learn the separation of internal densities.
2: So that they may learn the separation of internal densities.
0: And I will have fulfilled my responsibility.
2: Um, And I will have fulfilled my responsibility.
0: Of honor the generations of the present and the past.
2: That honors the generations of the present
0: the past. As we walk into unity in the future.
2: As, as we walk into unity.
0: Of the future.
2: As, as we walk into the unity of the future.
0: And so be it.
2: And so be it.
0: You got emotional there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, tremendous amount of power your body just absorbed. Tremendous, tremendous amount of power. Take this power. Seize it. <coughs> Go back and listen to this recording. Repeat that stuff for yourself so that you know that this is your time. No one else's. Okay. When you have become the healed healer, which will not take you that long, all of the fifth density omens and synchronicities will be waiting there for you to see them, touch them, feel them, and make them real beyond what you can see.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's useful. Sometimes I try to follow. I don't understand all of your terms and all of your words uh, at, at times, but, you know, try to follow and make it my own, my own understanding. I was feeling um, like almost a rage will come up. Uh, and again, I am crying, uh, letting go of tears, and then also um, just kind of tired or exhausted. There's a lot of layers of emotion that I can't I don't It's have because be
0: it's because you have a, a, an actual physical parasite that's in your body that is creation emotional creating emotional responses in you. Because there are certain uh-huh. chemical release that, that go right to your intestinal tract that feed the parasite. And then you have right. external entities who are imprinting upon you very polluted psychic energy. You have to make that separation of density and that rage will go away because that's that's an entity. It's using the parasite as the doorway into you because what you were doing was raising your power and so much your frequency so much that those entities can't exist around you. And they were fighting back inside your mind. It's clear that you have focus but at the same time it's as if certain words completely go beyond your focus. And there are other parts of your focus that are so intense that prevent the rest of the the unseen message of, of telepathy to come through to you. You really, really, really need to figure out how to put the weight back on. If you are a vegan vegetarian, you need to stop. It's not working anymore. You cannot torture yourself anymore. If you're not having 40 grams of protein every day, even if it's an all-natural vegan substitute, you are torturing yourself with food programs. Focus and food are directly related. You will not go into your fifth density self without the right fuel and food. You're the only one that can fund it. Brother, I have got to move on to the next caller, but you have been a special teacher for a lot of other people out there. Good, good. Yeah, thank you so. Alrighty, man. You take it easy. Have a really good day. Sure, sure. I appreciate that.
1: Kathy, we have some unique callers that are calling. I know. Very, very different Um, and interesting. That revocation was so powerful. Mm. I had uh, goosebumps.
0: You know, when I I have people do that, I'm literally scanning every aspect of their frequency to find out what words would empower them, Mm. what words the entities and ghosts do not want them to say, because if they physically say it, they can no longer be in that moment. Mm. And just for reference' sake, um, the paras- the the physical parasite, uh, he he got that from drinking tainted water right out of the river stream, and that's unfortunate that that still happens in this world. But that parasite has become haunted from psychic pollution from just negative people he's been around, and he can't help it. He was grew, grew up into an area, mm. just got that built in.
1: Yes, and often, you know, you just don't know that that right. is something that's inside you because they're just so insidious. You, yep. Unless they were moving around, literally, <laughs> you, you just don't know. And right. you think it's yourself and then that adds to more confusion and self-doubt. Yeah.
0: And then working around healers with a limited budget and having to take a lower quality healer of someone that's really not ready to do it.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: you know, I mean, that's, that's one of
1: the things these days. When you're on a low budget, it's very, very tough. Mm-hmm. And wh- and where you have to just open yourself up to the possibility of just being honest with a healer and asking if there's something you can trade for, you know, whether it's a discount and then work something off, or you got a skill set that they might need. Yep. It, a lot of there are a lot of possibilities that most healers are open to, but you just need to know to be able to, to ask. able to ask. Yeah, and that is possibility. Any good healer will listen. And let you know whether they can help you out in some way or can't.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, overthinking. That's, that's the other thing. So many people that I run into, and I know that you run into, they have no idea that they've overthunk a subject 10,000 hours too much. <laughs> I
1: know. I know, and you feel their frustration. <laughs> yeah. But it's difficult because when you're in that scenario, yeah, even for me, when I tell talk to them about it, I'm sure you have the same thing. Because they're so entrenched in it, it's almost like they can't hear you say, you have to stop thinking about it <laughs> because they're still thinking about it.
0: <laughs> exactly, they're still thinking about it and even if you get them to stop for just that moment, as soon as that moment ends, they, they go back to all that power they put into that thought process. Yeah. And this is where people have to start unfunding just everything around them so mm. that they know the, the, the account balance of energy they have to fund discipline processes mm. that truly
1: create healing within the self or the environment. Mm. Mm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I like that. Account balance. <laughs> right. Got to be your that. own auditor. <laughs> but it, it's just so true. It is so true. And that familiarity you mistake as being the way to go.
0: Exactly. That familiarity gets the familiar street of insanity, which is just repeating the same process over and over again, expecting the different result, and you get the same thing every
1: time. (laughs) I know. Uh, You know, it happens to everyone. It really does. It's a question of can you catch yourself and stop yourself doing it.
0: Exactly. You know, and then if you can't stop yourself doing it and you're just watching yourself continue down that process, Mm. so Mm. many people are stuck literally watching themselves do something they don't really want to do, but they don't have the power to stop it or they're too mentally lazy or they're too overtaxed with overthinking.
1: Mm. I mean, this is where it really pays off to take time and do reflection. I mean, you need to do it at least once a month at minimum. Always have reflection time and and look at what you've been doing and even if it's just sitting there you know, in a chair sitting in the sun thinking I'm being lazy just whatever it is, just reflect. Just reflect,
0: (laughs) exactly. All right, Kathy, we're going to move on to our next caller, 605 your name and where you're calling from? Calling from South
3: Dakota
0: and my name's Michelle. Hi Michelle, how are you doing today? I'm so great I feel
3: like I already got Pretty much all my questions answered just from you guys talking to the last caller.
0: (laughs) Very good. That's why we we have some special callers that can be really great teachers for others. So what kind of questions do you want to ask?
3: Okay. Um, I'm running into the same type of things that the last six callers were, where I see a lot of numbers and I definitely feel like I'm getting the messages, but I'm not sure what to do with them. Um, and I, I think you guys are going to be the only ones to answer that. It's are going on for like six, seven years now. Um, but I think I finally have the time to acknowledge them and I'm ready to see what they want.
0: You're referring from the caller from last week had the number 12 kept coming up and the dates and the birthdays?
3: Yeah, that's like my yes. whole life always. Numbers, numbers, <laughs> numbers,
0: numbers. So and I want to bring Kathy in here. Yeah, I want to bring Kathy in here because she has a, a a thing with numbers and synchronicities and then I'll add my layers on.
1: Mm. Hi, Michelle, could you give me an
3: example? Uh, Okay, Um, just um, synchronicities are always happening in my life. Um, Basically, like, you know, I'll I'll hear something, like, I'm a really quiet person, so I'll just happen to hear, like, one word out of conversation, and then I'll see that thing throughout the whole day, week, Um, and then I, I always, you know, like he said, you walk into a room and you just get this feeling, so you stop and you look at the clock, and it's Lately, it's been one zero zero one, and then just the number thirty three in particular is just always around me. And whenever I get paperwork or have a phone number or anything, it's just always there. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like there's meaning behind it all. And I take in what I can at the time. It really makes me feel good. It, it sets me back to um, living in the now. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I love, I love it. But I feel like lately they really want me to know something and. Maybe I just need that confidence or, or that
1: reassurance that what I'm thinking is the right way to go. Mm. Well, certainly there is a lot of synchronicity going on in, with you and your life and things that are happening. Um, to point out, uh, to pick out one of the things is the 33. For me, I'd say this is very significant for you because I would s- consider three or any versions of three lucky numbers for you. Um, Of course not everyone believes in luck or numbers holding any significance for luck but I do Um, and the belief system that um, I have about numbers comes from you know thousands of years of uh, Chinese wisdom plus in the west there's a lot of stuff about numerology so numbers are very significant. Um, So when you do encounter the number three um, or variations like 33, etc., I would say take note of that time or what's going on or the situation because it's good. You know, when you see threes, things are good. Um, And it's almost like a physical thing for you uh, in that you could go there and let's say you're you're, um, choosing a house. I would go with the house numbers with threes in them, as opposed to the, you know, absolutely fantastic deal that you're going to come up with, which has no threes in it. And by threes, <clears throat> excuse me, I mean like in the actual street address. Um, when you, oh, <laughs> when you come across um, situations where you have to deal with um, customer service, etc., if you can choose the counter lady at 3 13 etc things will always happen much smoother for you um and that's the significance of of that particular thing when you say um that sometimes you hear words like one word in a whole conversation and then you note things throughout the day to me this is your subconscious mind telling you the rest was just blah 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 it had no significance to you. It's, it's not that you weren't paying attention exactly. Um, it's just that the rest of the conversation was quite irrelevant. Just that particular word was relevant for you at that time. And when you look at the words that you do notice or remember, you will find that <clears throat> excuse me that always over the next 10 days, let's say two weeks, something will happen that involves that word. And it's almost like saying be mindful. Like if I was to pick an example, we'll use the word uh, chair, then it would be be mindful of chairs because you will most likely encounter a chair that you're going to sit on. It's going to break or fall over. If you the word that you took away from it was holiday, then be mindful of it because you probably will suddenly decide to take a trip. You know, it's it's your subconscious mind just giving you that little bit of psychic warning that something's coming up. Whether it's good or bad, it's just that's what it's taking home. Um, but the rest of the conversation that you were supposed to be listening to just is not relevant in relation to the message that you were getting for yourself. Does that make sense for you? yes, thank you. You're
3: like confirming how i feel Well, so
1: thank you thank you thank you no well that's okay. great i mean you know your psychic uh, acumen is very strong i mean i can see that you really have had this gift throughout your life and it's i'd say the last few years is just becoming stronger and stronger and sometimes especially when you come out of dream time i would imagine that you you're confused you don't know if that was a reality? Was that a dream? Was it a vision? Um, just just know that it, it is just your psychic sense, your awareness that's just talking to you. Whether it's in your waking state or your dream state, it's all something that you need, let's say, embrace. Because it will show itself to you in the way it wants to. It's a very exciting time to be in, very exciting time.
3: And is it okay for me just to acknowledge it and just kind of leave it at that? I, um, it's so crazy that you mentioned dreams because now the symbols, you know, I'll wake up and I'll just know for sure that there's a couple things in my dreams that just were important. Well, then now it's, I'm seeing it in my physical, so I'm like, whoa. And again, I just hope, I mean, I just, I don't know if it's saying I'm supposed to do something. It is acknowledging it at the time and just smiling and being happy about it and feeling
1: the good vibes at that. that time enough. Then, mm. I think it's more. It's just letting you know you don't need to take action. Um, you know, to okay. answer your question, yes, it's okay just to like, oh, okay, I note that. That's good. You know, you don't have to okay. take. If if action needed to be taken, you would have got a completely different image or message to what you're getting. Your your okay. your sixth sense, psychic sense, whatever you want to call it, is just waking up and just is just stretching. <laughs> flexing for his sure. muscles okay. <laughs> hey I'm okay, here so
3: keep acknowledging it because like when you said the warning I was like Uh oh but I'm but I get what you're saying maybe then when that situation comes up because mm-hmm. now that I'm thinking back to it I was at ease about it more because I'm like oh shoot they've been life been showing me this for the last three days so I guess I can just ease into this that's mm-hmm. true okay, mm. right, right, okay.
1: yeah I um, mean it's great it's a great skill to have, an ability, whatever you want to call it. I'd embrace it and enjoy it, definitely.
3: Okay, great. And then um, with the numbers, too, um, the 1001, does that ring a bell to you in any way?
1: 1001. And is this the number that yeah. you dream of or you, it just keeps coming up on, like, time?
3: <laughs> Whenever I think about calling your radio or listening to something from you guys, I just look at the clock and it's always that time. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? Like the last
1: few days, it's really intense. I'm like, okay, all right. So that's why I call today. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you see, it's your little awareness going, oh, they're on, they're on, they're on. <laughs> get to the phone, get to the phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird.
3: And, and again, like when I see that number, I, I feel something, and I'm like, okay, this this isn't a normal moment. Take it in. You know, this is this means something, and then I do feel really happy.
1: Mm. I would say when you're looking at things like that, of course, all numbers have um, bearing on all realms of life. But in this instance, I would say over the last, let's say, six months, it's more wake up, look what's around you. Think about something, you know, it's an awareness. Like, of course, it's a wake up, we're on air. (laughs) But then there's another one. It's like, oh, because the time is the same, now I'm aware of this moment in time, what was I thinking? Who am I looking at? What am I holding? You know? It's like a okay. synchronicity of time has put you in that spot at this time for you to take note of whatever okay. that may All be. Right. And
3: that's enough. Just acknowledge it and be happy and then move on. Don't so stick like 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 Andrew was saying, like you just get those thoughts going and then it just keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: But certainly you and numbers have a very very strong relationship and number, mm-hmm. numbers do govern almost everything that we do and whether it's our home address, um, our credit card number, um, our bank account number, social security number, password, everything is connected to numbers so there's no way that you can discount the power of a number. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, we're just coming up to break now. Could you just hold on and we'll reconnect? Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us with this show, Adventures into Reality, with the most amazing Andrew Bartzis and myself, Kathy. Just to let you know, you can get a private session with Andrew or myself by contacting TANOC at Tanok at galactichistorian.com. That's T-E-N-O-C-H. And we'll be able to get to the bottom of your issues and help you see a better way ahead. So go ahead and contact TANOC. T-E-N-O-C-H at GalacticHistorian.com. So, Michelle, are you still there? Yes, I am. Thank you for the gift of clarity. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. What was your other question? I'm sorry, it's just eluded me. Um, Actually,
3: it's just so funny. With the synchronous chasing another thing in my life is feathers. And I'm outside and I found two feathers since the break. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> So I, and it's, you're right. It just it just feels good, and it's just life saying, "Hey, you're aware." <laughs> so
1: that's oh, wonderful. It's, it's very much <laughs> like that. Two feathers. Lucky you. I'm gonna let Andrew tell you about that one. Oh.
3: Well, oh okay.
0: One second. So.
1: and okay. oh, Catherine,
3: I don't know. I, I get hives often, and it's a new thing. They're not horrible, but it's definitely all over the body, and <sighs> it's when I'm. It's when I'm doing, you know. I don't want to call it psychic, but I'm definitely feeling aware.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, anything I should be aware of with that.
1: Are you outside when this happens? Oh, inside. Oh, it doesn't happen. any,
3: it, it's all, I've tried to pin it down and I know now I don't think it's medical because I've I watched what I've ate, what I've used, you know, on my skin with lotions and stuff. And I'm just like, okay, there's something else going on here.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. hives. Hives are, 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 are a, a scenario going on where there's something psychically going on in your environment, and it's affecting you at your at your ability to fight off um, uh, some form of pathogenic process. So, h- are these hives on the surface of the skin, or are they just slightly under the skin?
3: Just yeah, like no bump, just red. I feel itchy.
0: I get hot. Yeah, so you're having something going on with your intestinal tract. Something, something going on where your eighty well, percent of your immune system is in your intestinal tract. It could be heavy metals, or it could be a scenario where you're dealing with a whole bunch of psychic energy, and your body just doesn't know what to do with it, and it's creating the hives to warn you that something's in your environment. I think
3: that's it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I think that's it. And I, so what should I do? What do you suggest in that moment?
0: Um. I think that this is more about you paying attention to intestinal health, maybe doing some type of colon cleanse to see what comes out. You could have a scenario where Candida has flared up intensely. Um, it might have even just been from, you know, one piece of bread that you ate that was not chemically right where it, it converted the sugars wrong with, or, or anything that converted the sugars for the, for the Candida. So I think it's important that you just observe your stool. If anything's floating and has bubbles around it, it is Candida. Another test for Candida is as soon as you wake up in the morning, I mean right away, have a little cup of water next to your bed, and the first amount of spit that comes out of your mouth, put it into that cup. If it has long strands like it, like a mucousy stuff and it's all connected together, that means you have advanced Candida. And anyone else can out, out there can do that as a test for themselves. And if you see the wow. strings in the water, it, it, it means you need to go and have a major candida cleanse and candida yeast control. That could also be what is causing your hives. The okay, candida is cool. yeah, made yeah, I into the Yeah, definitely look into
3: that. Yeah. Oh, so there is a, okay, a, yeah.
0: a, a product that I can recommend. It's called Colorex with a K, K-O-L-E. O R E X and anyone else out that's out there, this product has been on the market for a while and is so effective at killing candida. I expect it to probably be t- taken off the market soon or rebranded as a new, li- a new something new. Okay, well,
3: thank you. I'm I'm on it.
0: <laughs> so, what was the other question that you had?
3: If you would like to share some of my galactic experience, I would love to hear about that.
0: Just like let me tune, yeah here. <laughs> yeah. It's, let me tune into this this first. Um, born in eighty two. Um, born in eighty two, and how old the child? I actually have three
3: boys:
0: seven, four, and sixteen months. All right. So your previous experience before you came here to Earth was on an insectoid home, uh world. It's not a home world. So there are fifty different versions of insectoid species from mantis, mantis hybrid to ant, mantis hybrid to horse, so on and so forth. There's about dozens. But they all come back to the root race, which was uh, an insectoid race. And you're part of the root insectoid race that, that came into existence about two billion years ago. So, the race itself is ancient of ancient of ancient. It's one of the progenitor races of our parts of, of our part of the galaxy. Um, So you had been a part of that for thousands upon thousands upon thousands of lifetimes and when you transited out of that insectoid species you came part of the Octurian collective, you had met many many Octurians, so you are uh, the progenitor insectoid species hybrided with Octurian became part of the collective consciousness creations that the Lemurians were creating about 59 million years ago to act as a hall of records during the times that the timeline genocides were occurring. You then transited from Arcturus to the Draco, oh, this is interesting, the Draco home world, and you became Alright, so let me tune out some of the negatives of this. Um, a very positive force of change within the Draco community. Um, The Dracos themselves, there are 12, 14 different species before you get to their root race, and one of them is considered the bad of the bad of the bad, and the rest of them are in between bad and good, and there's a bunch of them that are still good. You were able to assist the race by thousands of lifetimes as a Draco to turn more to the positive, to an understanding that you can use contrast control and you can use universal karma, to have a positive experience, and you did not have to go into nihilism or nullification of all galaxies and universes with total domination and control, some of what the zealot Dracos have taken over in perspective. Um, And then from the Draco community, you went to the Pleiadian. Now, this is a soul transference. This is not not physical travel. So you finished your experience in the Draco community, and then you became Pleiadian. And this is where you became uh, heavily entangled with Earth. Now, your soul was quite aware of what the higher spirits were doing, which was trying to clear up the timeline pollutions of what was created during the four uncreational events. And your particular purpose was, as a Pleiadian physical soul, a fifth density Pleiadian, was to travel to Earth in a physical spaceship to land on the physical world about 11,200,000 years ago, and then to begin to seed the world with, mm, how do I put this? I don't want to give it the wrong words, but I will just use resistance-free Earth. And you began seeding this knowledge so that there was a tremendous innate reserve of people around there who were able to separate from the technological control of what the Atlanteans were doing at that time, which was very, very negative. Um, They were considered the bad guys of the universe at that particular moment in time. So you seeded positive concepts such as like a form of psychic Aikido defense where you could redirect energy back at others at the sources that created it. And then inevitably you got assassinated um, and your physical body died here and got caught in the reincarnation realm, which is something you were quite aware of and actually had planned for. So as soon as you came into the reincarnation grid, you became an Atlantean warrior and during one of your Atlantean warrior scenarios, you were on a spaceship that was defending just outside of Mars. You led a mutiny and a rebellion on that spaceship, and a number of others, as many as 200 other spaceships, became part of this mutiny and rebellion. And you went on this destructive process of, of destroying the major Atlantean bases that were being used for heavy negativity. Because of the mutiny, the way it organically propped up, there was no way of psychically detecting or psychically defend against it because some of the highest layers of weapons, reality-altering weapons, were used on you. This caused you to be remote assassinated and eliminated through the timeline and you were stuck into a void space for about two and a half million years. And so a Lemurian time exploration frequency discovered the bubble, the bubble of void space. And, and, and all of the other members of the mutiny who had been removed from time. You were then brought to back to 54 million years ago during the Atlantean experience, so this brought, brought in your advanced timeline processing of, of stuff that went on. So as a Lemurian you suddenly were 54 million years old. You were no longer 12 million years old and much of your insectoid memories began to come back to you as a Lemurian we'll just call it spiritual scientists. you shared your knowledge and wisdom with the spiritual scientists who understood that you are part of some exterior timeline control system, um, they then, the Lemurians, became aware of the Atlanteans and they began a short war that lasted for about three years um, until they realized that they were each other's ancestors and you were a fundamental soul in creating that peace between Atlanteans and Lemurians This, for your soul, was one of your greatest, greatest, greatest accomplishments is to prevent the two races from making each other completely extinct in the time frequency. And from that point, you have been making sure that every lifetime you lead, that you are trying to awaken people around you, bring awakened children into this world. And that's been your life process for for many millions of years. Yeah,
3: for sure. (laughs) That's awesome. You're so cool. <laughs> so, well,
0: thank, thank you very much. And I hope that that all helps. And uh, Kathy had a lot of really good stuff for you. For sure. Thank you so much, you
3: guys. Keep doing the good work. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Wow, Kathy. We had some special, special callers again.
1: I know. I know. <clears throat> so interesting and varied. Wow. <laughs> but, uh... You know, with Michelle, one of the things that she could do for the short term is probably take bee pollen for the hives while she investigates the candida issue.
0: Bee pollen and golden seal, yes.
1: Oh, yes, and golden seal. That's an excellent suggestion. Yes. Yep, yep, Wow. That's an interesting history as well with her. Wow. Well, there are times that
0: there are certain Kaeshock records that have a lot more flow to them because it's the type of soul that was creating the types of experience you know as an insectoid when she first first started she had a perception of what her ancient future and her ancient past was going to be because they're such an ancient progenitor species they see time very differently so they were able to chart their goal as a soul not as the individual I am being through each lifetime oh wow yeah that's an incredible skill yeah. That's, that comes innate to their light frequency DNA. And because of that, she was able to insert herself as a higher density being in low density expressions and to create something that actually had some form of positive result, even though it's deeply in the past, mm. but she's very much ingrained in this world and, and ingrained in such a way that You know, when her personal enlightenment and a freedom of the time wars, a freedom of all the other crap that's going on in this world, you know, she's going to light up like a sun. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that is so true. (laughs) Wow, what an exciting time to be her.
0: Yeah. Well, everyone, we have had a break in the calls. Look at this. There is not a caller waiting. And I know there's a bunch of people in the chat room. Get your fingers a-dialing. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't had a break in
1: calls in six months. I know. <laughs> what is the universe telling us? <laughs> that we are very interesting and we should talk more. <laughs> Well,
0: for a lot of people that are trying to call in, at, at the very beginning, there's a lot of people that are trying to call in. And what we do is we take the first two, three, or four callers that last the first hour, hour and a half. We've discovered if we have any more than three or four callers on, that the being able to manage who is breathing in the background, who doesn't know they're muted, who's listening to a radio, who has people talking, becomes very disruptive for other people. So if you are calling in, you have to understand at the beginning we take the first set of callers or – or Laura will have it set up if they're a Skype to, to, layer, to layer the calls in. So if you do want to call in and you are there now, uh,
1: 347-688-2902. Mm. And we also have a Skype, don't we?
0: Yes, you have to go to Freedom Screen, and you have to send a contact request for that. And if the contact request is not approved immediately, it's an automatic system, it, Skype may be delaying that, and if the, the request isn't done, you still, you'll just get a busy signal.
1: Mm. Well, for those of you that are interested in a private session and that want to go deeper with your questions with either Andrew or myself, go ahead and call the office now at 360-894-0692. And that's area code, uh, country code, sorry, 1 for America. And they will be happy to answer any questions you have. Again, the number for a one-on-one session with Andrew or myself is 360-894-0692. And we have got our next caller.
0: Ooh. 908, your name and where you're calling from?
4: New Jersey.
0: How you doing today? It's been a little while since we talked to you.
4: I promised myself, since I got through three times previously, that I would manifest the moolah la 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 to get a private read from each of you. Mhm. However, uh, well, it seems like the universe said, "Yeah, go ahead, call it." I have a comment about the plant medicine, and then I have a question about. The plants with the neck pouch, you know, to do, uh, to communicate with the plants, it taught, taught me a lot. Because each planting died. So what that taught me was that environment, timing, the soil, everything matters. So I don't know if you want to speak on that, but... Um, That's what they've taught me so far. It's like, you know, you can't just wing something and have it work.
0: No. You have to have a process and a discipline that sets forth discerning energies. And then once you create discerning energies, you have to know what experiences you want to have in the now.
4: Yeah. So it's helped me tremendously in that regard. But I'm not stopping. I'm going to continue doing it until I get it right. Okay. Uh, I have a question regarding um, many of the shows about galactic history. Uh, I will resume um, doing much of my art, but I was wondering if any if any of the creatures that I've drawn are from other universes, because uh, when it, coming up, I would watch, you know, the old uh, sci-fi shows with uh, Lost in Space and whatnot, and I'd say, well, that's not a creature from another place. That's just a um, humanoid with, with a costume. I'll mm-hmm. draw some creatures that could exist on other universes. So as I so developed...
0: When you say universes, you are you are talking a different universe. Are you sure you're not meaning other galaxies within this universe?
4: No, I'm not certain what I mean. Okay, because
0: you're not drawing beings from other universes. Other being, other universal beings cannot manifest in this in this reality unless there's specific streams of consciousness that set them up. So it's better to say the scale that you're working at is you're observing other forms of life from this galactic consciousness that is holding space for all those micro-consciousnesses to exist within its galaxy. and having access to a drawing skill and the mental creation skill to draw what these beings look like begs the difference is what is the written words that go with it. Because you can draw it means there's a whole different layer of information there that, much like a cartoon book, you should start drawing and then writing words next to them. How much do they weigh? What is their world like? And give a full description of what that species is. Ah, that's
4: the part that is missing because... Yeah, two. yeah, okay. Um, there's probably other callers. I don't know if you want to add to that, but, huh, you answered. You
0: filled in some gaps. Okay, so take the time to to look at drawing and then giving full descriptions. And we do have our other caller, darling.
4: Okay, thank you. Bye.
0: All right. So the next caller is, yes, Shay, are you there?
5: Yes, yeah, it's Billy. Um. I'm here oh, really? for... From- Canberra, the capital city in Australia.
0: Very, very good. Welcome to the show. What kind of questions do you want to ask? Um, so I just wanted
5: to know my soul history and um, what I was bringing through uh, this life for humanity. And
0: Okay. What year were you born? Uh, 20th of May,
5: 1986.
0: Um, Let me tune into your soul frequency. So right now you are not living just on this world. That's the first thing that we have to understand for context. So for what you're going to hear following this, there's you and then there's 43 other versions of you living on 43 other different worlds. Each with their own frequency of time, each with their own Akashic record, each with their own individual purpose, each with their own future in mind that is in unawareness of your existence here on Earth. Does that make sense to you? Yes, completely. Your purpose this lifetime is to make those other versions of yourself aware that you exist and that you are not here to be in competition with them. Your whole purpose of coming to Earth was to go through a massive reunification of soul shards that you had to purposely let go during the Lemurian timeline wars 38 million years ago. Parts of yourself that had become the worst, 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 worst zealot of zealots. And you went through your own spiritual rituals in in many different lifetimes to give these other parts of yourself sovereign free will to go off and heal themselves with the hope that one day they would return to the original consciousness that gave them the sovereignty and that some form of truth and reconciliation of time frequency wars could be done. So you're here to be a part of the great awakening of Earth, to go through your personal kundalini awakenings before everyone else awakens, to figure out how to live an unpolluted spiritual life so that when you are ready to leave this world as a spiritual journey, not a physical world, physical journey, that you can begin to t- just hold on. That is our music there. I am so unaware okay. of some things sometimes. I'm just in my frequency. Just hold on, and we'll be back after the music.
2: Go. Sure.
0: And welcome back, everyone. Caller, are you there?
5: Yes, I am, yep.
0: So, from what I said, how much were you able to process that? Uh, How much seems familiar to you?
5: Um, I definitely relate to uh, uh, integrating my soul shards, um, definitely. Um, I feel that I sort of have been doing that with the fire ceremonies and um, revocations. Um, So,
0: the next layer of information here for you is to understand that these external soul shards that know you do not exist, they have been under the belief for at least 30 million years that they were the original soul frequency and time stream of the consciousness that created them. Okay. So you're going to be running into beings who have been healing themselves without awareness that you were the original time stream frequency that came into this universe separated soul shards out so they could go on their own sovereign way so that at a point in the ancient future the source incarnated you which is you now who's connected to the galactic source and the universal source who is trying to create a frequency of truth and reconciliation of the highest soul layers so that once your your soul shards begin to reunite you're going to go on a process of geoengineering other planets for souls who have lost their world And other soul shards who, well, sometimes there are worlds that are destroyed in such a very negative way that when you have 40 or 50 billion people die on it, you create a ghost planet, quite literally, with all these little ghosts on top of the planet. And they become and start haunting space vessels around the the galaxy and the universe. And you're going to be one of those people who's going to geoengineer places so these ghost planets and the ghosts on, on them have like a graveyard to go to. Wow. Okay. That's part of it. Now, you also have the shaman side of the last, you know, 500 lifetimes where you have been struggling and succeeding as a soul to follow a self-created shamanic path that does not have imprints from mystery schools, does not have imprints from the common culture that takes the teachings from nature and the connections to the planet itself earth mind. And then the, you know, the true experience of being here in seven color time on earth during the great awakening
5: yeah beautiful i relate to that you know
0: yeah so what other kind of questions did you want to have so i kind of got you your your, a sample of your soul history there you know you do have spiritual journeying ahead for you that's that's going to be a given (laughs) a given (laughs) (laughs) learning how to do that you know that's that's one of those discipline choices it does mean a life change for you, a a, style, a lifestyle change. You can no longer do anything spiritual in a recreational process. It has to be sacred. You have to make that choice, otherwise, you're just going to really cause great harm to yourself in the long term.
5: Mm, yeah, that's exactly what I've been doing. It's just, um, yeah, keeping everything, um, you know, creating everything as sacred.
0: Right. So I want to bring Kathy in here now and add additional perspective. And then when she's done, I'm going to add some more layers that, that really will help you and a lot of others.
1: Hi, Billy. Can I ask hey, you, wh- <laughs> what's been going on for you just like this week?
5: Just this week? Um, mm-hmm. I have been uh, putting my uh, focus from the future and sort of what I wanted to do with myself and more um, just uh, being present and um, sort of uh, listening to my guides and um, sort of trying to uh, put information out on my Facebook and stuff that um, is really going to help a lot of people with the energies and the stuff that's happening at the moment.
1: Mm. Like, would you say that the past week you've been doing a lot of work, uh, like, Meditation, uh, very in your head, um, uh, yep. I, yeah, okay, I, I was just thinking that that must be a better word than spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking you this question because to me it, it seems like this past week you're having a lot of out-of-body experiences um, and I would say that, that that's totally okay, but I would like you to spend a little bit of time with grounding. Because I think sometimes when you start this habit of getting out of body a lot it's you need to have the habit of the grounding so that you can snap back when you want to because very often when you are out of body and and, you know observing or doing whatever it is you're doing you'll find that you get uh, distracted by things that you encounter um, in whatever shape or form and then while you're distracted you're not um, what is the word your connection to your body isn't super strong so in in these scenarios it is a little bit dodgy because your body your physical body is a little bit unprotected so if you do uh, what is the word notice something you need to be able to snap back just like that you, you need to have very strong grounding because your, your ability to jump out of your body is too strong but the recall is weak to summarize that does that make sense
5: Yes, completely.
1: Yes. Okay, well, that's good. I mean, that was just the first thing that jumped out at me. <laughs> so, I was thinking, what have you <laughs> been doing? <laughs> um, but when I look at your energy, I think at the moment you're in a in a time of you know great discovery, but it's also a turbulent time. You're going to find that the rest of the year, a lot of things are going to happen that. I mean, it's not chaotic, but a lot of things happen that make you turn all the time, You're like what, like what, what, and it's, it's no matter what you do, this year is going to hold that for you, so again, the grounding is going to be important, but it's also important for you to be able to distinguish what is distraction and what is uh, important. Because there's so much that comes up for you, it's very easy, it's very going to be very easy if you get distracted from what you're doing. Whether it's, a, you know, doing the great work or if it's just, you know, getting to work. Whatever it is, you'll get easily distracted. And when you do get distracted, that's the times where chaos will happen. So you need to stay a little bit more, uh, focus more, I guess, on the straight do narrow. Don't, don't keep looking around.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, the kid in the candy store ooh, ooh, look at that, look at that, look at that but really you're going to the cashier <laughs> um, and I also look around you on, on your own um, life I see that there is some imbalance with your um, relationships your personal relationships what you'll find that over the next two months a lot of that will sort itself out and there'll be a lot more balance, a lot more harmony sometimes people have to go through things just to get to the other end there's no rhyme or reason to it just know that in the end harmony is achieved and things work out so it's all good in the end
5: wonderful thank you thank you Kathy
1: and are you planning a trip
5: Um, yes soon yeah
1: Mm. please make sure that you get the travel insurance I say this because I'm pretty sure you'll change dates, and if you don't get travel insurance, it's going to be a pain. The other thing to do is to make sure that whatever you're booking or however you're planning it, you can have flexible dates.
5: Yeah, that's important. Thank you.
1: It is, because it's not the sort of thing you normally plan for, and it will cost you a lot of moolah if you don't.
5: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You don't want to have to dip into that fund if you don't have to.
5: <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
0: So I got a question for you now. What what started you on your spiritual journey?
5: Um, I actually went to a festival where there was uh, an eclipse. It was an eclipse festival, and um, I I uh, did did the whole thing where you watch the sun with the glasses on, mm-hmm. and um, I got back home to Brisbane. Um, in Queensland after the, the festival and uh, I had a, a just a very um, different perception after the eclipse
0: mm-hmm.
5: so I feel that that um, awakened you know some soul codes or awareness oh, it, it, it,
0: it did it did um, there were other lifetimes where you were a Mayan and Aztec and Olmec and a variety of others from South America who would observe the changes in the, in the eclipses during massive spiritual rituals. And you re-experienced a body memory that triggered a greater soul awakening for you and that you do have connection to the sun. As I said before, you have all these other soul shards who don't know you exist and it'll be your spiritual journeying to our sun and then creating a companionship with some of this sun entities who will then bring these messages in what's called one degree of separation into those other beings who don't know you exist so that they can begin their journey into their own Akashic records to uncover what went on in the creation of the sovereign soul shard that's separate of the time stream that's you and then there'll be greater journeys until you go to the sun of the other worlds that these other beings of yourself are on, who then make journey into their sun to greet you, and the sun beings will be their protector. And then this is where your personal communication skills will be vitally important, vitally important, that they understand that you're not here to be in competition, you are not removing their sovereignty in any way, shape, or form, but you are heading to a point in space-time, and of those that want to go under truth and reconciliation, that they begin to amass in in the place that you live. And some of these will actually trigger physical beings to get into physical spaceships and to travel to our part of the galaxy to begin to search for you, so that you can start a truth and reconciliation ceremony for your soul and all the processes you went through in Timeline Genocide.
5: Wow. <laughs> it's pretty special.
0: <laughs> so how did you find out about me?
5: Um so there was uh I think about 2 years ago I stumbled across a uh YouTube thing um that you were talking uh you were talking with a bunch of people on a radio and um, I got really really interested and sort of got distracted and then I saw another YouTube thing uh, with you talking about something and from then on it was about a year and a half ago I think around that area from then on I just followed everything that you would put out and um, I just had an amazing resonance with um, everything that you were saying.
0: Very good, very good. So, So as you began to process the information that, that I was giving, did you have reflective moments of you doing something like I, what I do? Yes, absolutely. Well, you are going to be doing something like I do. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where you have to understand the separation of densities. Like with the first caller we had, you have to make sure nothing is recreational anymore if it's your spiritual work. And you have to yes. change your life to to adhere to that. And there will be friends who want to say, let's go to the pub, let's go to the bar. And you can still go to the pub and the bar. You can only do it about once a month now. In a little more than six or seven or eight months from now, it'll be lucky if you do it once every four months or once a year. Because they are too dirty of environments for you.
5: Yes, I feel that completely.
0: So you need to start figuring out how you can have recreational time that isn't spirituality. That is your, your absolute most fundamental thing that you that you do, clean energy environments and how do I have fun when I'm not doing my spiritual journeying? You are a multi-dimensional, multifunctional being and you will continue your spiritual process. But at those times where you're low on energy and you know you can't keep popping out of your body like Kathy was saying, you have to tell your body, I need to reserve my energy. So I can go out to the beach and fish or go out with my friends and just have a good old time and then come back to my spiritual process in a sacred format and say, this is what I've learned.
5: Beautiful. Yeah, I, I completely feel that. Um, I, I have been struggling with uh, finding um, friends that I can socialize with and uh, you know, sort of do the, the stuff that you would do, you know, sort mm-hmm. of not so spiritual. But, um, yeah, I've yet to find people that I can connect with without sort of having the karmic energies and um, stuff crossover. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I want to bring Kathy back in here to talk about friends and h- how friends come in and out of our life for you. I think as a woman's perspective, it's going to be far more in-depth for you.
1: Mm. Okay. Yeah, Billy, when I look at you and um, personal relationships, friends, and uh, let's say camaraderie, it, it seems that, number one, you're in an area that is quite difficult. I mean, it's location, geographical. There aren't as many like-minded people or um, ones that you want to hang out with in your locations. So that is, it really puts up a big challenge in terms of physically having friends that you could go out with. Uh, I think that one of the things that, i'm seeing is you will find good buddies to let's call it hang with in the most random and unexpected of places and what this means is you know when you're taking a walk in the park you're sitting there having your lunch have a look around there's someone there that's always there at the same time as you you know and even in this day where people say don't talk to strangers etc you find that it's quite easy to strike up conversations with people in these scenarios because they're having the same issues that you're having um, which is why they're in the same place that you are so I mean that's just one example but rather than um, go to more traditional places let's say pub or work um, or or why to to look for friends um, Look at what you do every day, what your habits are and which places do you go to that are on a regular basis because there are people around you that are of like mind and are a lot of fun, it's just that you don't know them. So, be creative in your striking up conversations with people that in, in the most weird, not weird, but um, unexpected of places.
5: Okay, yeah.
1: Uh. I know it's weird, I mean, you know, asking someone to approach someone in the park, to uh, you know, say, can I share lunch with you, seems a bit weird, <laughs> in this day and age, uh, but they're there for the same reason you are, and most people, that, when they see you there all the time too, they recognize you, it's, it's not as weird or as, you know, uh, I don't know what the right word is, really, it's not as weird as one would think because you are familiar to them as they are to you, yet you don't know each other. Um, It's almost like, you know, two strangers on a train striking up a conversation that go to work every day on the same train, that kind of thing. Ah, yeah. You know, um, of course, without plotting the murder of someone. (laughs) But you know what I mean. Um, Because it's the traditional places that you will not find people that you can bond with in the way that you're looking for I mean you can find people that work and hang out but then you know they don't have the same interest or that um, search for knowledge the same as you do so even though you might get along you're back at point zero at the end of the day yeah Um, and also another thing I would say to you is take note of um, older people as well Um, like Even people that you would have as your nana, you know, that kind of age. Because even though you might think that they're not, you know, like you couldn't go to the pub with them and hang out, you know, you could still do a lot together. And they have a lot of wisdom to share with you as they would glean off you. But it's like one of those weird kind of things where it's a whole generation that you probably wouldn't wouldn't normally talk to or have thought of. But at the same time, it can be very fulfilling for you and especially with the life that you're creating for yourself now and where you're going, you will find it very helpful because even in your down times, they come up with some gems that you're just like, oh, well, yeah, I've got nothing to complain about. My life is easy. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I don't have that arthritic hip trying to get up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's it's the camaraderie. That I think you'll find with them, that is something that you're seeking. Mm. Um, And if you if you do go, let's say you start this tomorrow, within three months you'd have plenty of people to talk about that you could develop into very good friends if you wanted to, but you just have to think outside the box and take that really gently out of an everyday person's comfort zone to make them.
5: Yes. Okay. That's wonderful.
1: But you certainly have a lot to offer people. I mean, just your energy is so warm and so strong just to sit next to you. I, th- I think people would, any person finds comforting. Um, so as you keep going down your path and you get more knowledge, you have more confidence with sharing your thoughts and how you view things, you will find that you have great impact, positive impact on so many lives that it's just just, oh, it's wonderful to see. Because I can see the thousands of lives that you're going to touch. And it's just awesome to have this chance to talk to you right now because, you know, two years from now, we'll be lucky if you listen to even two seconds of our show. (laughs) You'll be too busy Uh being awesome. (laughs) Thank you, Kathy. But the the best thing about it is how much you're going to help people. And I love that. Uh, You know, you've chosen such a uh, rewarding path of life. And the fact that you will start to see very soon how you affect change, positive change in people's lives with just the smallest of things, the smallest of information is going to be um, all the confirmation you need to know for sure that you're on the right path. Yeah. Also, do Beautiful. you have a, a, like a nephew or something? Or um, someone close got, to you, like younger?
5: Yeah, I live with my brother.
1: Does he have a son?
5: Uh, no, no. How? What bro- is the age
1: difference between you and your brother?
5: Uh, my brother's 18, so and I'm 29, so he's a bit younger.
1: Mm, okay. Well, let me put it like this. I see someone, a, a young man that's related to you. I, I would have guessed nephew, but... Um, You know, it could possibly be younger brother. You can just apply the info. To me, it looks like he's going to come up for some hard times um, emotionally and uh, in terms of self-esteem, loneliness, things like this. A lot of this is because of his own doing. It'll be his behavior has put him in this situation. He needs to learn to adapt and to play well with others. When he learns this lesson, there'll be no stopping him. He'll, you know, he can be fulfilled, happy, have loads of buddies, but he needs to learn some life lessons. The best you can do for him is just subtly point these things out. If you're asked, don't give unsolicited um, uh, observations because they will not be taken well. (laughs)
5: That's right, (laughs)
3: yeah.
1: But just know that he will learn that lesson. It's a tough lesson to learn, and, you know, it, it, it's hard to watch younger kids when they're making these mistakes, and you just want to shake them.
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but all you can do is just be there, you know, guide him where possible, but know that it, it, it will happen. The odds are it will take a while for him to wake up, but it will happen. So that's a good thing.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's Yeah. Wonderful.
1: Yeah, it's it's a disheartening thing to to watch at times. But you know what can you do? You do as much as you can, and that's that's all you can do, really. Don't yeah. don't waste too much time and energy thinking about it and agonising over whether you're making the right move to say something or not say something, because you know, like I said, it's he's painting himself into a corner. <laughs>
5: so, yeah, I see that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um did you have some sort of study in mind as well I'm just seeing you sort of considering whether or not to sign up for something that to me looks like study Um
5: yeah possibly uh I I definitely like researching and uh learning learning all of the you know the spectrum mm. um So I was actually going to ask if there was anything. I'm actually doing a a lot of uh, healing at the moment, and I was wondering if there's anything else that I should add into that or that I should focus on.
1: You mean like a healing technique?
5: Um, Yeah, or even just, uh, yeah, some other techniques or another direction.
0: Cranial sacral Mm. therapy. Yes. Yes. So you're you're in Brisbane, Australia. I know there's a whole bunch of cranial sacral therapists there, a whole bunch. If you have not already seen your own cranial sacral therapist to know what the what the treatments are like, um, go and see one, and then you're you're going to learn how to use it on yourself. And if you turn it into something that's your own job, your own business, you're going to do fantastic at it try to skip the intermediate simplistic courses and for you just jump into the the deeper end of study um, cranial psychotherapy could be a four month or six month investment in you depending on what types of classes they're offering in your area or it could even be a two year investment where the time that you're done you have learned so much about energy in the human body that your whole perspective on reality is going to shift
5: wow Okay, yeah, that's what I was actually getting that I should do.
0: And so. with the amount of soul shards that you're going to be integrating, when you start working on other people, cranial sacral therapy is you know, the beginning stage of soul shard integration and journeying. It, it's just inevitable when you're, when you're healing the tailbone and the neck right, that you're going to start having those spiritual experiences. And knowing that stuff by working on other people will give you the verbiage and the spiritual chutzpah to deal with your soul shards that are unaware of you in, in other worlds.